Steve Stebbing was in Penticton, and we were going to Penticton next. He's on the road. He's in Vancouver. Steve, why are you in Vancouver? Uh, for the Vancouver International Film Festival, but I mean, I was in Penticton earlier today, so okay. I mean, I did start the day in Penticton. So right, I'm trying enough. to absolve you here of, of, Thank of you. any wrongdoing. I'm not sure <laughs> that it does, but I appreciate it. And um, thank you for standing up for me. Yeah, no That's problem. Awesome. No problem. Okay, <laughs> Vancouver, your your film festivaling. Um, yes. You've got a big, long list of films to see and things to write about and talk about. Next week here on The Shift, we're going to dig deeper into some of the uh, top couple that you absolutely loved or did not love or whatever it is from VIF. But sure. what do you got on your docket here? What are you excited about? Well, I mean, there, uh, there's a um, an Irish filmmaker named Ken Loach uh, who has a new film, The, the Old Oak. Um, this is a director that always makes these like very slice of life films, but he always makes them about a marginalized middle to mostly lower class stories. And they're always so fascinating because they kind of tell the plight uh, of so, some of the these uh, lower class characters. And I, I love it. Ken Loach was kind of introduced to me largely at, at, at Vancouver International Film Festival, like his movies. So it's kind of like a staple for me. So it feels like coming home. You know what I mean? Because I haven't attended this festival in person in four years uh, since before the pandemic. So yeah, this this one really does feel like coming home. I bet it does. Must be really, really cool. One, come on. Mm -hmm. What's the Steve Stebbing nugget of I can't wait that you've got? Well, well, we got the Mr. Dress Up documentary. I'm sure people across Canada have already heard about this film. It will be released in a few weeks on uh, Prime Video for everybody to see. Um, but just a beautiful slice of Canadiana with uh, Mr. Dress Up, like a, a, a character that I feel as canadian children growing into adults we all kind of hold a bond to him so it's going to be really interesting to see that story told um and of course there's a brand new film from adam agoyan who is one of canada's greater exports as far as uh, writer directors go with a very focused film on the theater uh with amanda Seyfried playing a theater director taking on a very difficult task um, and these are kind of like the top ones. There's there's a, a bunch of foreign films. Uh, there's a new film from Jonathan Glazer, uh, who's the guy that did Under the Skin. He's got a Nazi Germany film uh, that I'm really looking forward to checking out. This first weekend coming up, this next three days, this is the big one. So I'm really excited to come next week with my thoughts. Okay, looking forward to that with stevestebbing.ca, by the way, to follow along and learn more about his VIF journey for sure. Let's get ourselves into what the hell should we watch this weekend and some of the new releases. First, we have The Creator. Sergeant Taylor, we are this close to winning the war. But the AI are developing a super weapon. Retrieve it. Oh, well, that sounds good. Like the soundtrack. Yeah. Right. <laughs> some dream on from uh, Aerosmith with some orchestra behind it. Um, I really, the trailer is really solid for this. This is actually a film I've been looking to, forward to ever since I saw the first trailer for it. It comes from uh, Gareth Edwards, who did uh, Rogue One and Godzilla. 
And basically, it is a future, a futuristic sci-fi set in a, a world where uh, a- AI has won the war against the human, is now the dominant force in the world. And uh, Joshua, played by uh, John David Washington, is uh, an ex-Special Forces agent who is sent on a mission to find a weapon that will... Uh, take down the uh the ai's leader the creator and it happens to be an ai made little kid that he has to uh that he has to take into the uh dark heart of the ai occupied territory and this movie looks really cool i've been looking for another like blade runner 2049 type movie to come out and i think this looks close to it i don't want to put too much on its shoulders but uh i dig everything about this film Starting these Terminator movies are starting to ring a little true, mm-hmm. aren't they? But we didn't learn anything from it. We're still there's nope. still such a large portion of the uh, of people out there that are like, yeah, let AI take over movies. You let AI take over this, and it's like you guys don't understand Skynet, do you? Yeah, at didn't all. Get you it. didn't, you didn't listen the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh time. At all. saw some of those movies. Yeah, uh, Steve exactly. Seming is here. I'm Shane Hewitt. Next on the list, Saw X. Hello, everyone. It's time to play a game. You all pretended to cure me, but what I have planned for each of you is very real. Uh, not gonna like it. Nope. I don't think this. You're you're not even gonna want to get anywhere near this one, Shane. I can't believe we're at ten movies for this one, and it's like the 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 franchise that they said was done after 3D, which was called the saw 3D, which was called the final chapter. Um, hilarious. Uh, because then Jigsaw came out a few years later, and then Chris Rock and starred and produced in a kind of a reboot, a Spiral, a couple of years ago. And that movie, I guess, did well enough in a post uh, uh, kind of nearing the end of the pandemic world that they were like, yeah, let's go for Saw X, a.k.a. Saw 10, which funny enough actually takes place between Saw 1 and Saw 2. So essentially, this is a prequel. So you're going to see a de-aged Tobin Bell as John Kramer. You're going to see a de-aged Shawnee Smith as as Amanda. Um, And honestly... The movie is actually getting some solid reviews right now. So the curse of Saw, which has been hanging around it since I would say two, uh, might be broken on this. Ooh. Okay. Scary. Not going to watch it. Thanks for sharing it, though. <laughs> well done. Uh, next on well, the list, Flora. Well, go ahead. Sorry. What? No, I mean, you could turn it on, fall asleep for the duration of the film, and then just see the little bit of the ending. I, I do like that for scary movies. Yeah, I know. That's generally worked out for you before. So It has worked out. I like that. Next on the list, Flora and Son. So you want to learn the guitar? This is a gift you can take to your grave. What's your problem? I didn't know I had a problem. You're teaching guitar online, love. What are you hoping to get out of this? I thought this guitar might make my son think I'm cool. I'll be back in an hour. I don't care. How annoying is he? Very annoying. Very annoying. Oh, boy. I cool this, this is your crowd pleaser this week. A hundred percent. Flora and Son is a movie that has enough charm in it and great feeling to leave a smile on your face for the entire film. Um, it stars uh, Eve Hewson, uh, who is no, uh, notable besides being a great actress, but notable as she is Bono's daughter. 
And uh, she plays a single mom in this one who has a, a teenage son named Max. And uh, they're trying to find Max a hobby because the police keep arresting him for little petty crimes as uh, both mother and son are a little on the rougher side of things. But they find their bond uh, is in music and, and writing music. And it, it comes through the help of a, uh, a, a L.A. musician played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt who does $20 guitar lessons online over Zoom. And her... Uh, um, Eve Houston's character Flora and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character kind of form a bit of a bond over this and it's done so beautifully by uh, writer and director John Carney who's known for the movie Once um, which is the the swell season Glenn Hansard film from uh, from the mid 2000s which is amazing if anybody hasn't seen it um, but he has a great way of telling these very human stories. Um, and I mean, as his work progresses, he is getting a little bit more and more Hollywood glossy. But there is just a charm that is able to overcome all of that and still be such a heartwarming story that will resonate with you. All right. Steve Stebbing is here. What the hell should we watch this weekend on the streaming on Prime Video? We have Genva. <laughs> I know there must be many thoughts going through your mind right now. Is this the right place for me? Do I belong here? But let me assure you that we see something in you. Something you may not even see yourself. Even if you do have x-ray vision. Congratulations and welcome to Godolkin University. It's Gen V, I was kidding. <laughs> Tell me about it, Steve. <laughs> um basically so this is the spin-off to uh prime videos one of prime videos current cash cows the boys uh which is based on the landmark dynamite comic uh which i love dearly one of my favorites but it was adapted by seth rogan and evan goldberg uh for television and gen v is kind of like the spin-off it's the show of the creation of the superheroes uh through their um through their um, their V compound, which is uh, something that gives everybody the powers, but you're basically seeing the company that is behind, you know, the Seven and the Boys, but making new generations. Um, does this last beyond one season? I don't know. It just does feel kind of like a one-off spin-off, uh, just a handful of episodes to keep you satisfied before season three of the Boys. Was it season three or so season four of the boys hits? Um, and I, I mean, it just it doesn't have the star power of the Anthony Starr or Carl Urban or Jack Quaid. But I still find it entertaining because it is in that satirical, ultraviolet world. So I'm kind of into it still. Nothing like some ultraviolet world for you this morning. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Shift. Okay, we got time for one more, Steve. Uh, your uh, dealer's choice here. East of Eden, we've got e Elemental and Ruby Gilman. Let's talk Elemental. This shop is dream of our family. Someday it'll all be yours. But we all live by one simple rule. Elements cannot mix. The pipe squished me all out of shape. Dang. That's better. Oh. That sounds fun. That's more of my style. 
Yeah, and this see, this is a Pixar film that came out in theaters uh, a few months back. I think it was May, um, and I might have been a little like harsh and uncaring to this film when it came out because I really like nothing about the trailers really made me excited about it, um, and it was just felt like a Pixar movie I could skip. But I, I caught up with it uh, because the lovely people at Disney sent me the digital code so I could check it out, and I. You know what? I, I I think this movie got kind of a bad rap or people just kind of ignored it because the animation is pretty fun. The world that they build in this, a bunch of you know elements living in one world, kind of it's a fun story. And it plays with themes of like xenophobia and as well as the immigrants plight and trying to achieve the dream and everything that I, I think is really interesting and should have been elevated a bit more. But I mean, in the same time, I it could have been categorized as quote unquote woke and then people wouldn't have seen it because they like that word but don't know how to define it. So, yeah, I, I think it's a fun movie. I think kids should check it out. And um, yeah, I, I ended up really enjoying it. All right. Steve Stebbing is in Vancouver for the Vancouver International Film Festival, the VIF. So if you are on the West Coast, you were thinking about going because of all things COVID. It's been kind of weird for the last couple of years. It is happening. You might bump into Steve Stebbing watching some of those great movies. And for anything you don't see, stevestebbing.ca. Plus, next week, same time, we will go over some of Steve's top picks from VIF as well. So go have a movie weekend this weekend. That's what the hell you should be watching. 